Oh yeah, welcome to the Anthony and Todd Show. I'm your host, Trevor, the new reigning champion of the Grammys. And today we're going to be talking about the 63rd Grammy, the 69th Grammys, <laughs> the 2021 <laughs> Grammys. Uh, just recently, we make it that far. Yeah, if we'll the see. Corona doesn't if, get every single one of us before. If Trevor Noah doesn't get too nervous to host <laughs> and won't come out of his dressing room, then we can have the Grammys. <laughs> Uh, he's like the he's like Groundhog. <laughs> if he sees a shadow, we're in for another six months of no Grammys. Good. <laughs> so, obviously, every year we do our Grammys predictions, and uh, we did ours a couple of weeks ago with what we thought would get nominated for the Grammys. And uh, at this point, our points are as follows. Vincent has 65 points, and I, against all odds, had 77 points. I am very proud of myself. Yeah, I also what I really liked is that we both bet weekend for the general thing, so none of us are getting those bonus points. Those bonus points are fucking god. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Let's talk about this a little bit. Grammy's uh, actual nominations came out on Tuesday around noon at our time. 5 p.m. in California liberal time and completely screwed over everything that we thought that we knew about the Grammys. I mean, maybe that's a little overstated. It just completely screwed over everything that we thought we knew about the Grammys this year. Yeah, but we don't guess for like what we want or what we think's good. We think what the Grammys would like. It's like us trying to appease like a sick and tormented God. Do you just want to jump into this? Yeah, so let's just start in the pop category with best pop performance this year. Ooh, we got Justin Bieber with Yummy. <laughs> if that tells you all you need to know about this year's Grammys right there, that's that's it. Justin Bieber's Yummy. Taylor Swift's Cardigan, Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted, Doja Cat Say So, Harry Styles with Watermelon Sugar. Um... So, yeah, we get five points for a normal prediction, and then the general category, whatever we pick, is worth ten points. We get a correct. Big bonus. Uh, I'm voting yum. I'm going with yummy because it's too stupid. It's just It has to win. I'm going to go with watermelon sugar here. Uh, for best pop duo slash group performance, we got J Balvin, Dua Lipa, Bad Bunny, and Taney. I think that's a Crash Bandicoot villain. <laughs> uh, Undia. Uh, we got Justin Bieber with Intentions featuring Quavo. BTS with their hit single Dynamite. It's been like at the top of the world charts for a long time now. Uh, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande's duet Rain On Me. And Taylor Swift with Exile featuring Bon Iver, which is probably just featuring Justin Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre- Justin Vernon and like a trench coat that makes him look taller than he actually is because he's yeah. standing on like... Uh, like a stack of books or something like if that. If he's wearing a trench coat, he's Boney Vare. But if he's not, he's Justin Vernon. <laughs> if he's not wearing a trench coat, he's Boney Vare because he's Bony. he's raw dogging it. He's not wearing any clothes. <laughs> uh, in this category, I'm going to go with BTS. I think it's finally their year to get a Grammy. No, they're not going to win. 
<laughs> okay. If they would like, I feel like they constantly get snubbed. Not that I really care for their music. Uh, their last two albums, I haven't been huge fans of, but I feel like a lot of people complain about it. And just for the fact people complain, the Grammys will do what they always do and not solve any of the problems their fan base has with the Grammys. So I'm gonna go with uh, Taylor Swift with Justin Vernon on this one. Okay. For best pop vocal album, these were a little. Uh, I think. I think we hit this one pretty much on the head here. We got Harry yeah. Styles with Fine Line from last year. Taylor Swift with Folklore. That's one of her most uh, critically acclaimed albums in a while now. We got Lady Gaga's Chromatica, Dua Lipa, Newcomer, Future, Nostalgia, and Justin Bieber with Changes, the probably least deserving. Uh, on yeah, here. that was the one we didn't guess because we thought the Grammys actually had some taste. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Duo, because that's the one I like the most out of this lineup. I'm going to so. go with uh, Duo Lipa as well. Moving on to something I don't know anything about, <laughs> dance slash electronic music. What the heck is that? How do you decide what's good dance music and what's not? You can dance to anything. People used <laughs> to it? waltz back in the day, but they weren't waltzing to disclosures. <laughs> <laughs> we got Best Dance Recording. Diplo and Side Piece on my mind. We got Disclosure with My High featuring Amine and Slow Tie. I'm proud of them. Is, is it, it's, isn't it so weird Slow Tie got nominated for a Grammy? I think I think the, him being pregnant really really convinced the Grammy they, committee on that. They felt one. bad for it. <laughs> uh, Flume with The Difference featuring Toi Ma. Jada G with Boast of Us. And Kei with 10% featuring Kalyushis. I'm going to give this one personally to Flume. Um, I don't know how I overlook the difference. I think that's a really fun uh, fun track, and it was in an Apple commercial, so I know that it got like a ton of uh, airplay and popularity, so I think that that's probably our, our best bet here. I'm going to go with Catronata because it just seems like one of those. It's It's kind of the safest. I guess I don't. I don't know. I really don't have a pick. I don't think they're gonna give it to Diplo. Um, no, screw Diplo. I wanted it to be Disclosure, but if Katrina Auto won it, I like him. Kalyushis yeah. is cool too. So I really don't care for that song, but it'd be nice if they won it. Next, we got Best Dance Slash Electronic Album. We got Arca, Kick Eye. I think it's Kick <laughs> Me is what it's supposed to be. We got Disclosure with Energy. Bauer with Planets Mad, Katranada's Bubba, which I feel like came out like seven years ago, and yeah. Made On with Good Faith. The reason Katranada felt like so long ago is because it came out in December last year, and that, like 2020, has been one of the longest years in historic record. It just feels like it at least. I'm going to go with Disclosure. That was the one I heard the most hype behind, so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to give it to Katranada. It reminds me of Big Fish Theory. Just cover art alone. <laughs> Not based on the music. Just. Well, I, I also saw that Keitronada got nominated for Best New Artist, and I think that they would probably want to give it to him. Oh, yeah, that's pretty weird. I don't understand that. <laughs> He's been around for a little bit at this point. Uh, yeah. I, don't under, I don't understand why Grammys consider, consider a, a Best New Artist at this point. No. Um, is, is it someone who they finally recognize? <laughs> <laughs> it's like their career meant nothing until we acknowledged them. Well, I, I also read that like they took some other stipulations off of that for some reason. Like they took like you don't have to have a certain number of albums before they can nominate you for best new artist. They, they like made it easier to be best new artist, I think. But they're still nominating people that have been around for a while. Yeah. 
Uh, next is the rock category. Uh, we're going to start off with best rocks performance, which everyone was freaking out about because all the nominees are, are women. Ew, um, girls. <laughs> I, I think it's really cool that all the nominees are women. I just feel like we're getting into a too vague area of what rock is because there's a lot of different genres here. And there's some folkier stuff. There's some like harder rock stuff. Or I I don't mean to say harder rock, but more like alternative stuff in here. I guess like I I don't have well I mean obviously I don't have a problem with these all being like women performers, but in a way it doesn't feel like it was genuine. Yeah, I feel like the Grammys did that specifically so they'd be like, ah, oh, look at us, like we're so woke. But in reality, like yeah, while these artists are extremely talented, all of them are really. Yeah, um, I like all these artists. I like all these right. songs, too. But it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like they did it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Um. So the nominees, Haim. I, I keep wanting to say Ham. I think everyone wants the same Ham. With Everybody the wants some Ham. Yeah, uh, Brittany Howard's Stay High, which is awesome. Big Thief was not not a huge, super huge Big Thief fan, but I do respect him and I do like the song. Uh, Fiona Apple with Shamika said I have potential. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers with Kyoto. Grace Potter with Daylight. I love that Matt and Kim song. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, uh, Brittany Howard's a darling, but I can also see it going to Phoebe, but I'm going to go Brittany because I, I like her. I'm going to give it to Haim, personally. Yeah. I, I do think that Brittany Howard had the better track here. Yeah, I, I think also, like, Brittany Howard, like, they nominate her a ton, I, I guess, or it feels like they do. Like, like her track record, every time she's released something, she's been nominated, whether it was for the first or second Avalanche, Alabama Shades records, Shades. or this record currently, or even the single she dropped last year, uh, History Repeat, she got nominated for that, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay, we're not talking about... We're not going to predict this one. I just want to talk about it. The best metal performance. Uh, there's some cool stuff on here. Cord Orange with Underneath. That's pretty cool. Poppy with like the best track off her not-so-good album with Blood Money. I really enjoy. But most importantly, Ice-T <laughs> is nominated with literally one of the dumbest tracks I've heard this year. Bum Rush. That's kind of gay. <laughs> It's just, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I do not understand that one. Does not make a lot of sense to me. I think, I think but, it's just name recognition at this point. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna pick. We don't, we're not picking anything for that one. But uh, I just want to talk about it a little. Just bit. Just want to talk about Bum Rush being nominated. <laughs> but I feel like it will go to Code Orange because they're the most deserving. Uh, best rock song we have. Phoebe Bridgers with Kyoto, Brittany Howard, Stay High, Fiona Apple, Shamika, Big Thief, Not, Tame Impala, Lost in Yesterday. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my stance. I'm gonna vote Brittany. I'm also gonna give this one to Brittany. But it could also go to Phoebe or Fiona. I wouldn't like. I like both the Phoebe track and the Fiona track. Right. I'm not really super huge in that Tame Impala track. Big Thief, I I I don't really care for them that much, but I respect them. Um. It's cool that they're nominated. Best Burp. rock album, Fontaine's DC, A Hero's Death, the, their second, their sophomore release that came out earlier this year, which uh, we're never going to talk about this in like an album corral or anything, so I'm going to mention now. Actually, decently better than their first release. Not a good album by any means, but way more personality than their first one. Still generic, but 
better. Huge improvement in regards. I don't want to like hang myself when I'm listening to this one. Uh, Michael Kiwanuka with Kiwanuka. Awesome. That's amazing. That made me so happy to see that. Yeah. Uh, Grace Powder with Daylight. Love that Matt and Kim album now, I guess. <laughs> Sturgill Simpson's Sound and Furry. Sound, I almost said Sound and Fury. Furry. Sound and Furry, the anime. <laughs> sound and Will Toledo from Carsey Headrest. <laughs> uh, sound and Fury. Uh, that should just been put in country. I, I don't care if it even if it is mostly a psych or rock album. I feel like just just save yeah. everyone some time and just put it in country. I want to talk about that a, li- a little bit later about country, but yeah, I definitely agree. This should have been a country nomination here. Yeah, just like I don't I don't think any of the country acts that you could have taken away would have mattered. <laughs> so like, just just put them in that. But um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, and also the Strokes, the new Abnormal. Forgot to mention that. Uh, I want to be Kiwanuka, but it's going to be Strokes. Yeah, I also think I'm going to give it to the Strokes. Um, I think that this was definitely the most like rock-based album here. And that and Kiwanuka are the best albums here. Next, alternative album, Fiona Apple with Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Beck with Hyperspace. Boo. Phoebe Bridgers with Punisher. I love that Marvel anti-hero. Brittany Howard with Jamie. Uh, Tim Paul with the slow rush. It's I'm gonna keep my stride and guess for Brittany because that's just the way I am. But it's probably gonna go to Fiona or Tame. Or I'm gonna Fee. give it to Beck. <laughs> that's also a good pick. Like literally, I Thank feel like you. all of these. I feel like all of these could be picked because like I... all of these had their own individual hype, and Beck's hype is from the Grammy committee itself because no one else liked this album besides the Grammys. That's what I was about to say. I think that Beck <laughs> is backed mostly by the Grammys. So they're the ones that cared the most about this album. <laughs> but yeah, I guess in this category, like the rock category this year makes less sense than normal. We talked about it a little bit on the tracks, but like, what? I can't, I don't understand, like, why would we have best alternative album and best rock album, but then put everything under best rock performance and best yeah. rock song? Like... I just, I don't understand, because, like, rock and metal are split, but they're combined for the album. But alternative separate, but also strokes under rock, and I think that's more alternative. And, like, I, I would consider Brittany Howard more rock than strokes, I guess. But there's also, like, shades of, like, jazz and, like, R&B on it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, I just have very, have a rock album, a metal album, and an alternative album, and highly define what you consider a rock exactly because like even kiwanuka i wouldn't even consider that rock that's alternative it's definitely alternative is post-punk alternative or is it rock because fontaine's dc is post-punk so i would assume they would be rock unless post-punk is alternative because they cater to more of an alternative i don't know i think i think uh the grammy's there's so many categories that just need recategorized in here. Yeah, yeah. I but think they just, just they're trying too... to like shoehorn a lot of things into. Oh well, if it's not R and B and it's not dance or pop, then it's just rock, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah whatever. Yeah. I, um, I, they're too busy fixing world music for no fucking reason. Exactly. Uh, moving uh, on to R and B, we got best R and B performance: Janae Aiko featuring John Legend, Lightning and Thunder, uh, Beyonce with 
Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> Classic <laughs> MCR cover. Uh, Jacob Collier featuring Mahalia and Ty Dolla Sign. All I need. Ty Dolla Sign will literally hop on any track for $50. <laughs> uh, we got Brittany Howard with Goathead and Emily King with See Me. Personally, it, I'm going to give it to Beyonce. Um, I think that she will probably be the one to get this one. Yeah, she will. I want it to be Goathead because that's like my favorite cutoff of uh, Jamie. But uh, it's Beyonce. I it's think it's Beyonce all the way. Don't yeah. why why guess against her? Uh, next is best R and B song. Robert Glasper featuring her with "Better Than I Imagined." We got Beyonce <laughs> with "Black Parade," Tiana Major Nine, and Earth Gang with "Collide." Yeah, good job, Cl- Earth Gang. Good Proud job, Earth Gang. Uh, Chloe X Haley with "Duet," and Skip Marley and her with "Slow Down." Her's okay. pretty popular with the Grammys, I gotta say. Yeah, um, but I, I think, okay, so I think Beyonce outshines her, but I think Do It's such a huge song that maybe, maybe, I'm, 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 I'm gonna say Do It. I really like that track. That's a fun track. I'm gonna go with that one. It has a chance. It's crazy on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, I really agree. Okay. Best progressive R&B album. New category here. Uh, because they decided to get rid of whatever the fucking Urban Contemporary album was. Uh, we got Janae Aiko with Chalumbo. Chloe X. Haley with Ungodly Hour Tournament Edition 2. <laughs> free Nationals with Free Nationals. Cool for the Free Nationals. Uh, Robert Glasper with Fuck Your Feelings. And Thundercat with It Is What It Is. It's It's... It's going Thundercat. I also think it's going to go Thundercat because a lot of those songs have been really blowing up lately. Yeah, Chloe X Haley. Good for her. Or good for him. Good for sorry. I was going to say good for Chloe X Haley for getting nominated as well. Ungodly Hours, decent album as well. It's it's fun. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Thundercat and actually is pretty fun as well. Chloe X Haley. I like actually Chloe X Haley better than Thundercat because the mixing on. It is what it is, and all like the production is like dirty. There's some really good moments on there. Don't get me wrong, and I think like oh, maybe we're definitely the... going to talk about this later with best producer. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll we'll get into that later once we talk about uh, a Mr. Lotus that flies. Yes, best R and B album. We got Aunt Clemens with Yandy Cuts, <laughs> part one. <laughs> happy to be here, which he's talking about how he's happy to be on Yandy. <laughs> We got Give On with Take Time. We got Luke James with To Feel Loved. And we got John Legend with Bigger Love and Gregory Porter with All Rise. Uh, This one's a toss-up. John Legend. I don't really know any of these other albums, to be honest with you. I know who Aunt Clemens is. I know who Luke James is. But John Legend, I think, is probably going to get it. Even though I heard that that wasn't that good. Yeah, we didn't listen to any of these albums, by the way. Just, just Sorry, uh, guys. Yeah, uh, there's no point. We haven't listened to any of the music on here. We're just randomly guessing. Well, here's, uh, some, but... here's some stuff that we have listened to. Uh, the rap category. Here's best rap performance. Big Sean featuring Nipsey Hussle. We're still riding that one out, I guess. Deep Reverence. That's actually a good track. Yeah. I actually like that track from Big Sean's album. I actually really enjoyed that. Oh, we got Da Baby with Bop. Great track. Shouldn't be nominated. <laughs> no. Yeah, I agree. It's a lot of fun, but I don't think it has like a lot of substance to it. 
Uh, Jack Harlow with What's Poppin'. Uh, again, I think it's kind of a fun track, but Jack Harlow, I think, is getting a little too big for his britches right now, you know? He's. I, I just want to know when the fallout point for this boy is, because, like, he's going to fall off, and it's going to be just, like, he's he's going to be the next, like, Macklemore. <laughs> but, like, Macklemore actually had some talent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got and, Lil Baby with the bigger picture, probably his best track he's ever put out. We got Megan The Stallion with Beyonce with Savage, great track. Pop Smoke with Dior. Um, I don't know. Uh, oh, it's, it's Beyonce, of course. Savage. Duh. Yeah, I think it's also going to go to Savage. That song blew up big time this summer. Um, uh, best melodic rap performance, which got changed from best rap song duo. Uh, DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich with Rockstar. Uh, Drake featuring Lil Durk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. I know zero about this track. <laughs> um, the only thing you should know about this track is that Rumor did a remix that's on his fourth quarter medley. Like he did, he like took the instrumental, and it's a thousand times better than his actual track. Uh, Anderson Pac with Lockdown, that was the Amazing coronavirus track. track. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Roddy um, Rich with The Box, and Travis Scott with Highest in the Room. This should be in all caps, Vincent. <laughs> Oh, is it? It's because he's shouting it? <laughs> yeah. From that ladder. He climbs all the way up the ladder, and then somebody asks, what are you doing up there? And he has to yell down to him. He, I'm the highest in the room! <laughs> no one can stop me! Um, I actually like I, that track. I think it's funny. I, I, I like the remix of Highest in the Room that's on the Jack Boys album. I don't like the original version. Um, Roddy Rich is going to win this, but it should be locked down. But Roddy Rich is going to win this. I agree. I think that uh, Roddy Rich should win this. But I also, uh, I also like this DaBaby Rockstar track with Roddy Rich. Do you uh, think that's melodic? Yeah, enough? the whole chorus is melodic. I mean, like, who am I to say? I didn't nominate it for this, but I, I do think that it's a decent track. Okay, because I I also don't know if highest in the room is melodic, and I don't I don't know because like easy they nominated it, so they obviously think it's melodic. Earlier years, it's been like easier to tell. This year, I think it's there's kind of it's kind of drifting away a bit. I agree. Um, Best rap song we got: Little Baby with the bigger picture, Roddy Rich with the box, Strike featuring Little Dirk, Laugh Now, Cry Later. The Baby featuring Roddy Rich, Rockstar, Megan the Stallion featuring Beyonce, Savage. It's either going to go to Drake or Megan the Stallion. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say Megan the Stallion. Uh, I'm actually gonna give it to the Box because I think that that's also another big boy here. Uh, I just realized that Laugh Now, Cry Later is probably uh, that's probably the story of Drake making Marvin's room. No, that's that's the story of him on Degrassi. <laughs> When he gets put in the wheelchair. Uh, best, <laughs> best rap, rap album. Uh, this I read somewhere that these were the lowest charting albums to ever make best rap album. Okay, can we can we talk about this? Uh, this yeah. isn't this isn't a terrible lineup by any means. Um, but th- there's there's a one there's one album I definitely think should not be on here. But um, we'll get to that in a second. But these feel like I haven't listened to D Smoke. I know really little about it. I'm just going off like the last four albums. These feel like kind of the same like old head pick. That's exactly what I was thinking about last night. Like this is such an old head like lineup here. D Smoke. I don't know anything really about Black Habits as an album, but I know D Smoke is like an older rapper who's just starting out. 
He's like he's not like some twenty some year old dude starting out. He's like thirty five or thirty six, just now stepping into the rap game. We got Freddie Gibbs, an alchemist with Alfredo. Freddie Gibbs is also like a pretty old head type of pick. Uh, his his lyricism as well as like his age. Honestly, he's he's getting up there as far as rappers go. I guess. And Alchemist is an older producer. Yeah. Uh, Jay Electronica with a written testimony, probably my favorite project on here. Uh, Jay Electronica has had so much potential throughout, like, you know, he's been saying for 15 years that he's going to release an album. And now that he does, of course, it's littered with tons and tons of Jay-Z features. Uh, it might as well be a Jay-Z album at this point. Uh, and, of course, old heads freaking love Jay-Z. Uh, we got Nas with King's Disease, and every old head will tell you that Nas is the greatest rapper of all time, despite literally making nothing of as much substance as uh, Illmatic. Um, this new Nas album, King's Disease, pretty decent, though. I, 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 will, I will Yeah, I will we, say we, it's we, decent. We, will sh- we shit on Nas a ton, but that was decent. Like, I was yeah. very personally surprised about that. And then Here's Royce with one of these things that is not like the other. Okay, ro- Overcomer with West Side Gun. The fact that that's a song that's on an album that's not made for rest. Or, or, I must have WrestleMania. I don't know why. It is. For best rap album is, is amazing. Incredible. But Royce the Five Nine is really problematic over the course of the allegory. And he should not be nominated. Uh, I'm honestly surprised. I, I feel like the reason he was nominated is the fact that Joe Budden didn't release an album this year. <laughs> He's the but only like, one that could have stopped Royce Five Nine. But all like the anti-vaxxing stuff, like I just like why? And this thing's so long, like it's so pretentious. The production's good. I can produce bro- most of it, but like, there's one good track, and it's Overcomer. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's an incredible track, but it's not enough to make up for the rest of this. I it's I think it's really sad actually. Like this is not a good album. Um, I you know what really surprised me was the fact that Eminem wasn't nominated. Not yeah, that I'm saying that he deserves to be like nominated for that album, but I really thought he'd be here. Out of my other pick, like all my other picks, I really thought he'd be here, and he just wasn't. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give this one to Royce just because I want to get mad about it, <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, think that he probably has like the best chance of getting it. Honestly. I, I could I could see it going to Jay on this one. Jay Electronica and Jay Z. Um I don't know. I could also see it going to Nas. But That'd will, be cool. Freddie will not win this. If he does, I'll be really happy because I love I really enjoyed Alfredo. If Nas won it, fine. D smoke, good for him. Um I don't really have any ill will towards the guy. Uh, I really know nothing about him, so I wish him the best, but I don't I don't think he's gonna win. Yeah, D smoke was also the lowest uh, D smoke was like I think he's independent. So this was rated on the independent Billboard charts or something, whatever hip hop by the numbers on Twitter said. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't chart Billboard at all. Shout out to hip hop by the numbers, by the way. They're amazing. Uh, best. Oh, we're. Go- I, I apparently forgot to put the general yeah, category in here, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about this other stuff, and then we're going to general general category. Some some miscellaneous stuff that we're gonna that we're gonna predict. Best music video. Beyonce, brown or brown skin girl, future featuring Drake, life is good, Anderson Pack, lockdown, Harry Styles, adore you, and what kid with Goliath? Um, I really love the Anderson Pack video, but it's going to Beyonce. <laughs> I think it's going to go to future because I think that that video is actually kind of funny. 
I think that that's like such an iconic video. Even the even the album artwork for that single pulls from that video. Next, we got producer of the year, non classical. Jack Antonoff uh, with Taylor Swift, uh, The Chicks, oh, he, new album. For first work that he did with Taylor Swift, The Chicks, right. FKA Twigs, and Sia. Sure. Dan Auerbach with uh, his work on CeeLo Green's entire new album. And that's about all you need to know. Uh, <laughs> Dave Cobb, the, the country pick here with his work on The High Women. And uh, Jason Isbell on the 400 Units album Reunions. Flying Lotus. Literally, only thing he did this year was work with Thundercat. In the production on that album, the mixing, like, just filthy. Like, how not- did he get? How did he get a nomination for this? Like, I don't even think that the music within "It Is What It Is" was bad. Like, I think that the tunes and the skill from Thundercat was the most lauded, or should have been the most lauded part of that album. The production was literally the worst part of that album. How did Flying Lotus nab a nomination for doing a bad job? Like, yeah. just an undeniably bad job on this album. Uh, and then finally, Andrew Watt with Dia Lupa, Miley Cyrus, Dua Lipa. Ozzy Osbourne for a couple of the tracks off his new album, including Elton John and that one track of both Elton John or both uh, Ozzy Osbourne's and Post Malone's album, Take What You Want. Um, it's, I feel like it's Jack, Jack Antonoff. It's gotta be. The dude's a, a Grammy darling. Everybody loves Jack Antonoff. Every, it feels like every year him and Dan are always nominated. Yeah, him and Dan are always nominated. Flying Lotus is another big name. There's always some sort of country person. And then Andrew Watts, like, he's a brand new, uh, producer. He, he's just now making his way into the scene, especially working with, like, Dua Lipa, and then getting some, like, bigger names under his belt. So, we'll see. I want to check back with him maybe next year or in a couple of years and, and just see what happens with him. Um. So, yeah, now it's time for the Big Boy Awards. General category time. Alright, so, in a general field, these picks are worth 10 points. We're going into the big ones here. Record of the Year, Black Parade by Beyonce. Colors by Black Pumas, uh, Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, Circles by Post Malone, and Savage, the remix evidently, but they're not calling it the remix, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Um, uh, again, huge tracks, and I think that it is worth noting that a ton of these songs got popular because of TikTok. They were, like, made for TikTok and took off because of TikTok. Rockstar, Say So, Don't Start Now, Savage, Savage. yeah. That's, like, half of it. I know. Um, I'm, yeah. I I think it's gonna go to... I really don't have... There's, like, a lot of, like, ones that it could be. I'm just gonna say Savage because it has Beyonce but also has a new artist. I'm going to give it to um, Circles. I think it'll go to Circles. That, that's a safe pick. Post Malone's is the new weekend in this category. Yes. He is the safe pick. Next is Album of the Year. We got... Quilombo by Jene Aiko. Uh, Black Pumas, the deluxe edition, evidently, by Black Pumas. Everyday Life by Coldplay. Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier. Women in Music Part 3 by Haim. Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone, and Folklore 
by Taylor Swift. I firstly want to point out that Haim didn't get nominated for anything in rock, like besides besides the track, like besides mm. the recording, uh, best rock recording. The, their album didn't get nominated, so it didn't win the category that it was in. Same thing with Post. Post wasn't in pop. He wasn't in hip hop. So how does he? Good enough to get. <laughs> I don't understand how these general categories work, because it shouldn't be shouldn't it be the best that was in all the other categories, but put here. I would but, think so, but they do not like to play by the rules. I guess. Um, I'm gonna fucking say Coldplay. <laughs> I have no reasoning behind it. I just feel like that feels like the most disappointing one. <laughs> I th- I think it's future nostalgia here. Uh, That'd be nice. I like people that. love Dua Lipa. Yeah, I just want to talk about this a little bit, like. The records that they pick here for album of the year, crazy. No Harry Styles. There's no Weekend, which is a different issue in and of itself because, like, The Weekend. I'm not saying that The Weekend like is the best artist of all time or that After Hours was the best album of all time, but like, think about like Blinding Lights. I think it was like the highest charting song and the longest number one song in the U.S. all this like year, and it didn't get nominated for anything. The Weekend did not get a single nomination. Um, Black Pumas, I feel like literally just got nominated like last year for something. I think it's the deluxe edition, the same thing that let Lizzo compete, um, last year with like Truth Hurts, even though it came out in like 2017, uh, Coldplay. I don't understand why this like very mediocre album got nominated. Jesse volume three by Jacob Collier. Um, I got a buddy that's really, really into Jacob Collier. He is crazy at, like, reharmonizing. He's insanely talented. I'm really surprised that this even got on here. And he's been trying to get me to listen to this album for months since it came out. And I just haven't. But now I think I'll probably give it a try. But, like, I don't know. I'm very happy and, like, I'm satisfied that he's getting the nomination that I feel like he deserved. Maybe not this high up, but, like, I'm still glad that they're talking about him. And then Haim I thought was just a really random pick. Yeah, Heim, Post, like, I, again, like, it's just, there should be restraints on what general category is. You should at least be nominated in another category. I would think so. At least, or at least. Um, Song of the Year. We got Black Parade by Beyonce, Rowdy Rich with a Box, Cardigan by Taylor Swift, Post Malone with Circles, Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, um, Her with I Can't Breathe, and If the World Was Ending by Julia Mike or J.P. Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. I'm going to go... Uh, just uh, uh, Her. I don't really have any reasoning why. I'm going to give it to Circles again. I think that's the safest pick. It, it is, but I'm just going to say fuck it and go Her. I, I have... I have no reasoning or inclination why best new artist we got phoebe bridges ingrid andres doja cat katronata megan the stallion noah cyrus what the what the fuck shika and d smoke um phoebe i wanted to go phoebe. to phoebe as well but i think it'll go to megan the stallion i i want to go to Ka- i wanted to go to katronata because i think he's cool but um, he's also not new, and Phoebe isn't new either. Neither uh, Megan Stallion's newer, I guess. Noah Cyrus, I don't know what the fuck she's on here. Uh, and Doja Cat worked with Dark of the Supers, so <laughs> she should win. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no Darko nominations. What a ripoff. So yeah, That's those right. are Grammy's predictions. We 
Surely talked up this one. Um, I I don't know. I feel like this is disappointing, but I feel it's like disappointing every year. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't. I don't feel like I talk about the Grammys because I think they're a great institution. I just think because they're they're popular and it's fun to predict. That's why I like talking about them. So we don't think it's the highest institution out there for music. There's surely things out there that discuss and award achievements in music that are that are more prestigious than the Grammys. And I think it's fully deserved because this is just random nonsense. It doesn't really have a good sense of categorization or purpose. Um, yeah, that's about it. I hate to end it on that down note, but it, it is Grandies in a nutshell are always just this random guessing bag uh, for no reason. Obviously, we only watch the Grammys to see who will win and to see who will get nominated. And I think that the Grammys like to say, like, hey, check out these new artists. I think you might like them. But, like, you can do that literally any other time. Any time that you want, you can look up look up new artists to, f- to find new music. You don't have to just listen to the radio or listen to the Grammys. Like, this is not a good place to find new music. Because <laughs> I don't know how that they pick. I, I just don't... I don't understand how they pick. Like, every critic on Earth could say, like, yeah, Royce to 5'9 is, like, not that good. And they're still going to be saying, yeah, this is a good one. This is about money. <laughs> And it's called The Allegory because it's an allegory about money. Let's nominate it. That's deep. That's deep, isn't it, mate? That's deep. Also, fuck vaccinations. (laughs) Yeah. I'm keeping my COVID. (laughs) So, I don't know. I don't know how they pick this. Like, who in the world is even on the Academy? Like, I feel like Pharrell is probably on the Academy. (laughs) I don't have anything against Pharrell. I just have a feeling. You just have a gut intuition. I've just got a gut feeling that Pharrell is part of this. I have a gut feeling that it's just a bunch of white dudes. (laughs) And Pharrell. And Pharrell. Um, yeah, that's it. Until next time, guys, I'm Vincent. He's Trevor. If you want to follow if you want to follow the Anthony Todd show, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. At Anthony Todd, you can find us youtube.com forward slash Anthony Touch. You can find us Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and Spotify. But since Anthony Touch on your favorite podcast browser, you can support us monetarily on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Anthony and Todd Show. And that is it. Goodbye, y'all.